0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad free over at Patreon.com slash Inspired Disorder. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. This is my top five films from the Final Destination franchise. This is a franchise that, uh, you know, I I definitely forgot about more of the films than I remembered. Let's put it that way. But it's an interesting franchise. I'm glad I revisited it. Uh, There are only five movies so far as I'm recording this. I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, There's only five films in the franchise, so I'll be ranking all five of them, obviously. Uh, But it's a, a franchise that's interesting. It's an interesting franchise because the premise is basically the same in every film. You have a kid. I mean, it's a teen horror slasher franchise. Uh, and one of the lead characters in some movies, it's a male character and others, it's a female character, but they will have a premonition and there will be an elaborate action horror tragedy that happens. And this character will have a premonition of that and save a cross section of random people that were involved in that situation. Uh, And because they survive this tragedy, the the monster of the film, which is an invisible monster known as death, uh, has to clean up the mess and and clean up these loose ends. These people who who uh, took the design of death and uh, and erased it from history uh, so death is having to clean up uh, the loose loose strings that happen. Uh, so it's mainly a lot of interesting deaths. Death scenes are really cool. It should be. I mean, that should be one of the hallmarks of a Final Destination film. Just a crazy death scene. You're going to see uh, usually just a crazy uh, like tragedy that happens at the beginning of the film. And there's a bunch of, like, usually a bunch of, like, Rube Goldberg kind of uh, situations that happen, these things that happen one after another, scenarios that happen uh, of suspense. That's like a movie chocked full of, uh, of uh, what's that guy's name? Um, God, what's the name of that? uh it's the 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 idea chekhov's gun it's like this movie of chekhov's guns like this like and and misdirections and things that th- seem like a misdirection but it's not just great right building tension building tension crazy death uh that's what this movie franchise is and some movies do it better than others sadly it's weird the things that these movies From movie to movie, kind of change and alter and and things like that. That being said, let's get into it. My top five of the Final Destination franchise, starting off with number five. This is my least favorite movie in the Final Destination franchise, and that film is The Final Destination, which is the movie that came out fourth in the series. Uh, This is a movie that starts off with the big tragedy is a NASCAR uh, event. A big accident happens at NASCAR, and the random group of people that end up being saved are uh, just the the group of people that happen to be in the bleachers in that area where the teens have the premonition. Um, And uh, it's, like, clearly done for 3D, like bad bad 3d bad cgi dumb characters like one of the characters has literally—it's a white dude that literally has a swastika on his tattoo on his shoulder on his arm and actually says the n-word to calls uh the black character the token black character the n-word uh so just over the top uh characters you have uh the black character in this similarly to the second fast uh, final destination uh where there's a character who tries to kill himself because he doesn't want to leave it in the hands of death to take his life like he wants to maintain control but is unable to so in this movie kind of brings that back except for it's like this dude has tried to kill himself in every way, and nothing's works. Uh, kind of goofy. Kind of goofy. But just overall bad. Bad acting. Horrible CG. Like, instead of premonitions, it's, like, dreams. And all of the dreams are, like, really low qual. What you would get in, like, like, a basic 3D animated gif i don't know like you don't see animated graphics as low quality as you see in this movie um and just scenes like like just clearly done so they can throw stuff at the camera because it's trying to capitalize on the short-lived 3d film fad that went on for a few years after avatar um, or around that time uh, Which I don't mind This this series Would make sense to be done in 3D As long as it's done well um, And not like pandering To that bit of technology uh, But yeah Pretty much horrible in every way This movie uh, Just really bad uh, Moving on to number 4 This is a movie Where I feel the franchise started to go bad, this movie. This is a movie that starts off with the tragedy being a roller coaster. And this movie is Final Destination 3, coming in at number four, Final Destination 3. Uh, This one is, like I said, it starts off at the theme park. Uh, where a roller coaster, like, just craziness happens on a roller coaster, everything goes wrong, which is kind of cool, which is kind of cool. Uh, You know, just having the setting of uh, just a a carnival being the setting for the intro for a Final Destination film just leads itself to so many things that could go wrong Uh, and just, like, having elaborate deaths. Uh, which this one's not done in the best way, whatever, it's Final Destination, they're not working with Avatar budgets or anything like that. But also this one changed the idea, the premise a bit, in that it's not a character having premonitions as much as it's a character who uh, takes pictures with their camera, digital camera, and the camera is just so happens to capture an image that gives you clues to what's going to happen. So then there's a big, big use of uh, the Twin Towers. There's a picture of the Twin Towers that she took, and it just happens to have a shadow of a plane on it. So it's like, oh, look, we could have predicted 9-11. And it's just, like, all of these things, but it's just the, the cameras predicting it. So because of that, it, it knocks it down. Because it's not even sticking to what the movie is. It's like, you have to have a kid that has premonitions, not my digital camera just picks them up. Um, there's a, a death scene in tanning beds that, while gives you uh, the view of naked breasts... Uh, does not really exist in real life because tanning beds in this movie uh apparently heat up like that 's how you get your tan in a tanning bed uh it's in the same idea as baking a potato. you just turn up the heat uh and you get fried. Not that the ultraviolet rays that that come off of the tanning booth i mean it may warm up a bit but it's not like you're getting baked in the, in the tanning booths. But that's how they die, which is an interesting thing. It's an interesting death. But this is kind of like it's starting to go the way of like, oh, right. It's just it's a it's a cookie cutter. Like, let's do it just feels like tired. It starts to feel a little bit tired by Final Destination 3. Uh, but, yeah, so that's coming in at my number four is Final Destination 3. A little over four years ago, I started The Many Faces. It's an ongoing series of abstract ink portraits. Each piece is improvised. Each piece is released daily. Start collecting now. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. And save yourself 25% when you use coupon code RT. that stands for the Ray Taylor Show because that's what you're listening to and I love you so I want you to save 25% when you use that coupon code head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF and use coupon code RTS to save 25% when you start collecting one of over 1600 original ink paintings by myself I made them support me I love you back to the show Moving on to my number three favorite Final Destination film. This one is the the last installment, Final Destination 5. I feel this one is a return to the franchise. It has premonitions back. It has strong male and female characters. It has Tony Todd giving a little bit of a cameo where in the first two films, Tony Todd, who is the man who played the original Candyman, uh, he plays in this franchise a creepy mortician, uh, but then in, in five just shows up, has a cameo in a funeral scene, but still is the one who expresses the uh, what the villain of these movies is, which is death and the design of death, and that it has a plan. So it's like, whereas the first two films and Final Destination 5 all kind of work within that, oh, death has a plan, death is the villain. And then some of the movies kind of make villains out of people. Like, they still, like the studios are like, well, we can't just have death being the only villain. We actually need to personify evil in some way, uh, so I think Final Destination Five kind of has that character. There's definitely characters that are unlikable uh there's an acupuncture scene that's amazing It's a very unlikable. I think the stunts in this are turned up to eleven. This one starts off they're on a bus trip. they're on a big bridge in a bus, and there's a premonition of of like Basically, like a a minority report or a a end of end like a Tom Cruise on a bridge, getting thrown into a car from an explosion, like that kind of big time action scene. You know, not really done in the best way, but at least it's trying to turn the action up to eleven. So that's a crazy kind of beginning, like just definitely turning that that beginning tragic event into a big spectacle um you get to see uh the truck from the the first one uh the drink responsibly there's a couple cameos uh the acupuncture scene was crazy uh there's an addition they kind of made uh in addition to the rule set of the the films that you can kill somebody if you kill somebody they take your place so instead of you dying in your order, you can kill somebody and they take your place for dying. Like it's it's a death that's that's acceptable apparently. And because of that, that cre- because of that rule change, it creates a villain because it it creates a guy that wants to have people take his place, which makes more sense for creating a villain. I don't think you need to do it, but it's a nice addition to the kind of overall rule set that they can you know, grow the franchise a little bit more, give it a little bit more breathing room. But uh, yeah, it was. uh, I was surprised, especially after watching Final Destination 3 and the Final Destination, just how horrible those were. Uh, I was almost expecting this one to be the worst, and it wasn't. It was really surprising how much I enjoyed it and how good it was. It really brought back, went to the original essence of the, the first two films. Uh, so that comes in at number three, Final Destination five at number three. My number two Final Destination film is the original Final Destination. That is right. Devin Sawa is the kid with the premonitions. He's going on a field trip with his classmates to Paris, but he gets a premonition of the plane exploding and uh gets everybody off the plane. you got uh early stiffler uh an early stiffler, and it's just an interesting cast of characters in this one uh you get all of the tension that's built up with the the constant like like the constant Chekhov's gun of everything being like the the pool on the the ground like and that's growing like they're gonna slip. It's like, oh, no, that's not the thing that's going to take him out. He's shaving with a razor. That's it. He's going to accidentally, oh, nope, that's not it. Like, it's constantly playing with the, the, the idea of, like, oh, you know what's going on? No, you don't know what's going on yet. Oh, we, we think you're going to do it this way? Is this how they're going to die? Nope, that's not how they're going to die, but it's going to be, by the end of it, that's going to be part of it. And when this whole mouse trap gets sprung... It's going to be so satisfying when you're seeing that kid hanging in his bathtub, you know, his feet slipping on the shampoo that you saw squirt out earlier. Like, really interesting way to use, like, to really express the villain of this film, death, in an interesting way. You don't have Freddy Krueger. You don't have Jason. You don't have Michael Myers. Death is just like this ambiguous idea, this thing, like almost like it's if you took if you took uh, Bill and Ted's Bill and Ted's bogus journey, Bill and Ted's bogus journey, and you mix that with the happening, you mix those together, then you kind of have the Final Destination franchise where it's like a breeze coming through this the the frame can can mean some bad things are going to happen. Um, but just a lot of fun, uh, great suspense. Uh, it really set the the franchise off. Also, Ali Larder, it, you know, not only Sawa having the premonitions, Ali Larder starts having premonitions. So it doesn't just reside with one person being able to sense what's going on. Uh, You got the FBI trying to figure things out, which they don't show up at all until the last one. Uh, The FBI, like, trying to investigate these strange things that are happening. Uh, So, yeah. Number two is the original Final Destination film, which leads only one film to be number one, my favorite of the Final Destination franchise. Final Destination 2... And the main reason this one is above Final Destination is because they ramped up the death scenes in this one. It is crazier death scenes. You're still getting all of the lead up to the things that are happening where it's like the, you think this guy's going to get it, then no. But it starts off with the, the, I mean, it's a classic. In my opinion, classic just scene scene is the the log truck scene in the beginning of this film. That's the tragedy that happens. It's this group of kids going on vacation and on the freeway, there's this log truck. The logs start falling off and just what becomes an epic car crash pileup scene. And then that's the premonition that this girl has that sets all everything into motion. But all the... All of the deaths are pretty crazy. There's one where this guy wins the lottery and it's like his ha- his apartment starts on fire and it's like all of these things and it gets, it like keeps going where it's like, oh, he's, he's just safe, he's just safe, he's just safe. And then right when you least expect it, things happen. Same thing with like a, a big gl- a pane of glass that flattens a guy. There's just really iconic death scenes in the second one that I think, Really set it off. You also have Allie Larder coming back, you know, as the only survivor between the first one and the second one. There's a news article in this one that explains Devin Sawa's death. Like him and Allie Larder, they were they were going out, their characters, Clear Rivers and I forget his name. Uh or Clear River is her name, which is a weird name. Uh which they named a water supply company in a future movie i forget which one i think it was the final destination but uh while walking down the street a a brick a random brick lands on devin sawas head and and kills him or his character i'm sorry uh so Allie larder's the only one she checks herself into a mental institution into a padded room uh but somehow is given yarn which could have she could have killed herself with the yarn uh but that's okay she's kind of playing like the the uh the just the uh I'm trying to think of her name from from Terminator Two, uh where she was you know the survivor, and she's like working out, she's all jacked in her 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 cell anyway, similar kind of a feel vibe for this one with Allie Larder. She's in a padded room, but she's been following this thing, this death's plan uh so the she goes to Tony Todd, she goes back to the creepy mortician. To, so he can explain to this new group of kid about kids about death's design. Um, so you're still getting all the same implements as the first one, the premonitions uh, sh- which she can have. and then but it, it's adding that that there was a ripple effect. There's a butterfly effect that that uh, when Devon Sawa's character uh, took everybody off that plane, that the people that survived also helped other people survive that would have in turn died and this is the second film is about that second wave of people that are, that's how they're related to the original airplane tragedy is that they are all people that were saved in some way by somebody that survived from that original tragedy very interesting very interesting way to kind of extend out the universe and ex. Keep the movie going in general which none of the other movies really take the time to connect the dots as it were um but yeah the the, the kills are amazing ally larder uh, a huge crush i had a huge crush on ally larder in my early 20s she was like she wasn't in much but uh i don't know is a huge ally larder fan as a twenty-year-old and uh, or, you know early twenties, as these movies were coming out, uh, so that's also a plus. But yeah, Final Destination Two is my favorite of the franchise. Let me go through my top five one more time. Number five is the Final Destination. Number four is Final Destination Three. Number three is Final Destination Five. Number two is Final Destination, and my number one. Final Destination film in the Final Destination franchise is Final Destination Two. Go check them out. I think they're all streaming on HBO Max right now. But uh, it's a fun franchise, and I think that it's, you could do a lot of cool things with that premise. I mean, it's very similar. It's just like a subgenre. It's just like you have these these kind of this you have this little template of how to do everything. Just follow the template, put in some things like, oh, we're probably a ripple effect from Flight 182. Um, Fine. You don't just set it up, however, but it's all about these kids having premonitions. You really got to set up. That's one thing they did towards the end of this franchise, aside from five, is that they made the build up to the kills meaningless like there's so many scenes in like the fi- in in yeah the final destination where it's like all this build up like crazy things happen and then it was for nothing cuz it's just like this other thing is the what killed them. It I don't know. It it really went downhill but then the the kind of the re the re-flourish with Final Destination 5 gave me hope. Obviously Tony Todd should be in all of these. Just to just if if only just give the lines like oh this is death's design or some variation of that uh but yeah it's a fun see it's show i mean they really should be focused on cool deaths interesting deaths i mean it's very similar in a lot of ways to saw how the death scenes are kind of the biggest like draw to to go see that movie like what are the interesting death scenes like that's what this should be as well uh, except for it's just an ominous breeze that comes through. Uh, get Mark Wahlberg to whisper in the background. Uh, but yeah, that's it. My top five Final Destination films. Let me know what you, how you rank the Final Destination franchise Uh, In the comments, hit me up on social media. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on IGTV, YouTube, and everywhere else. Podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad free over at patreon.com slash inspireddisorder. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Follow the show on Instagram. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out!